Hello and welcome to the Animation Communication Podcast, your source for discussion about animation, film, fandom, and more. So please join your host, I Love Kim Possible a Lot, or KP, and Lauren Kizich, the Abbey Roadie, for today's discussion. If you like what you hear, please remember to support by giving a like, a follow, as well as subscribing to the main I Love Kim Possible a Lot channel on YouTube. Spread the word and keep being a part of a great community. This episode is appropriate for all ages. Hi everyone, welcome to Animation Communication, the episode that you probably won't listen to because we don't have any guests because we're boring. So I'm KP as usual. <laughs> no, it says we're, we're, we're interesting people. It's just a matter of we've had a lot of guests on the show. Now we, we're well, yeah, it's, it's the I, summer. I promise we are. <laughs> it's hot, it's hard. People don't want to talk in the heat. California's yeah, like on talk, fire. Yeah. You know, it's great. Yeah. The, my world's on fire. How about yours? Yours too. So, so, so I'm, I'm KP as normal, and this is Lauren as normal. Um, yep. So basically, we're gonna spend, we're gonna spend this episode talking about conventions, um, actual, some prep for doing in-person conventions because as I yeah, now that conventions are coming back, guys, it, it, we're trying to do it obviously very safely to make sure people don't mess it up. This time around. Basically, but, uh, go get your vaccine and you should be okay. Get your shots, y'all. Just, it, 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 it's not, like, even I, I came out of it totally fine. Like, my first shot, like, the worst I had was muscle aches. Second one, worst I had was a little tiny bit of soreness. Maybe it was a tiny bit tired. But I got, I, after a nap, I was fine. Didn't get any other symptoms, so there's that. Um... I was tired, but I'm always tired, so that is not normal. That is unor. That is none. Whatever. Not normal. Words are hard. Okay, so we're gonna do some news stories first, and then we'll go break down to um, KP and Lauren's guide for surviving cons. And this is from a perspective of someone who's never gone to a not local convention before. So um, if you've heard all of these things that we're gonna talk about, um, we'll try to still make it funny, so it'll be entertaining, and to remind you of things to um, to do, like, obviously, conventions will vary if they're master mandated or not, usually, I mean, I imagine they will not be if you have been vaccinated, if you have not been vaccinated by the fall, then there might be a problem, and you probably shouldn't be going out of state anyway, so um, there might be some tweaks here and there, but everyone, every time I always post that I'm going to a convention and somewhere, people are like, oh, I can't afford that, I'm like, yes, you can if you budget. So I'm gonna teach you guys how to how to budget your money. Um, okay, but let's it's get a to crash this. crash crash course in con 101. Crash course, yeah, you know, eat eat the food. Um, all right, so let's get to the news first, and then we will go to the con the con the con things. Okay, uh, I guess Lauren, do you want to do the first one, the bird story? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, speaking of birds, birds is the word. Tuca and Birdie season two, uh, finally dropped on uh, Adult Swim. It drops on Adult Swim today as of recording this, um, and uh, they've been doing a whole lot, a bunch of promotional stuff for it. They've been get, it's been getting a lot of traction on on social media, which is really great. I'm I'm so this is like the biggest middle finger to Netflix for dropping the, the show <laughs> after the first season. Um, so uh, which I think the first season is still up on Netflix, but um, so if it, if you haven't seen it yet, go go check it out, go support it. Um, but otherwise, it is on Adult Swim. This time around with her season two, uh, if you haven't seen all of the pictures and video of the barges that they've been 
floating around like New York Harbor and up and down the, the, the West Coast in Southern California. Uh, uh, they've been doing these giant inf like pool inflatable uh, tuca and birdies <laughs> riding on a giant barge and they're huge but I mean it's it's a great it's been a great promotion so please go support it um, and uh, uh, I guess that, that segues into uh, another show that I'm personally very excited for I was super hyped uh, being the, the, the 80s nut that I am but uh, uh, if you want to talk about it, Kiki, I'm, I'm totally oh I guess I can that. talk about it because I thought it was interesting so the the new he-man is coming to Netflix um, do you remember when Lauren I, I don't remember yeah, so it's um, so yeah, and, it's, and technically it's Masters of the Universe. So it is, it is, yeah, He Man and the Masters of the Universe kind of coming back. Uh, it is going to be produced by Powerhouse Animation. Yes, the same group that did Castlevania, and uh, so that just wrapped up, right? And um, and I guess they're they're planning on doing a spinoff of that. Yeah, they're doing too. a spinoff but, with. Um, sorry, let me like, interrupt you. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. But I'm like, I'm like, I personally think uh, a lot of people are saying so that, you know, they're like saying it's like, let us have a t little time to breathe and then we can go back into Castlevania. But anyway, um, either way that people are still excited for, for what it may hold. But uh, with He-Man specifically, uh, this is, uh, it's created, obviously, because of She-Ra, it's created a lot of discourse, which, I mean, quote, discourse, it hasn't, hasn't really, um, saying like, oh, here's She-Ra and then here's He-Man. I'm like, well, they're two very different things and two different audiences so it's okay that they're different and two entirely different studios there's that too <laughs> um but uh but they've been really pushing like the 80s nostalgia angle uh for for this in incarnation of he-man to like really bring it back to the hua muscle and uh and mark hamill being skeletor that's gonna be a lot of fun we, i mean at the moment you have mark hamill in anything it's like even if it's a, he's gonna sell you that character a million percent and uh so i i have i have high hopes for for he-man and uh anything and anything else you'd like to, to oh to, i want i want to double add check too. what the date is okay yeah for. a couple things um as lauren is saying i think it's probably too early to see if it's going to connect with the the Shira Netflix it's unlikely this early on just because of what what Lauren was saying the con the consist yeah, oh, very very soon the first part is expected to debut on July 23rd this year so very very soon oh okay on Nef yeah yeah I and it's a, a yeah it's a series set in two parts okay so anyway um yeah in the trailer they had the original and it's version. also created and I also like to point out it was created by Kevin Smith so if you if you've heard his name through through the comic circles, then yes, it, it, he's responsible for this. And yeah, for for those who don't know him in the comic circle, he was in Clerks. But anyway, <laughs> um, okay. So it's too early to see if this will connect with the the, the newer Shira. It's unlikely at this point, but maybe if it does well, we'll see. Um, the other thing is because alternate universes stylistically like, they're both very different. Yeah. So alternate like universes, even art style, anything, yeah. whatever. And the other thing is, in case you didn't know, it is a continuation of the original cartoon. So it is not a reboot. It is, I mean, it's kind of a reboot, but it's not a reboot. It's it just like leaves off, I guess, where it was, or like maybe there's just some kind skip. I'm not sure the specifics. Yeah, it is called Masters of the Universe Revelation. So it's it's set after the final battle between He Man and Skeletor. So, um, so I guess it wasn't too so that's, that final. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so uh, yeah, should be 
Christmas would be really awesome. Yeah, and obviously release my Mattel television. So, Mattelevision. <laughs> Missed opportunity there. <laughs> we can't, we can't get, can't, can't win them all. Yeah, and, and at least in, in terms of other uh, actual uh, sooner releases, I guess you could say, for streaming and, uh, yeah, just for streaming this time around, which is, I mean, which may be a bittersweet uh, headline here, but uh, Luca, Pixar's Luca comes out this week. Uh, it will be dropping on Disney Plus, exclusively on Disney Plus, uh, on uh, on June 18th. And uh, so please go support it. Uh, it's funny, I've noticed this running trend of Pixar having their movies released without the upcharge of $30. Yeah, I was going to ask, is like, do I have to pay extra money for, for this? No, no, no. This one comes free with the service. There is no $30 upcharge for Luca. It was just kind of like, it was kind of like what happened with uh, Soul. Soul didn't have an upcharge either, but I figured that was because it was Christmas and they didn't want to upcharge people $30 at Christmas. But anyway, um, but yeah, please go support, please go support this really fun really cute if you haven't seen any of the trailers for it uh you're kind of missing out <laughs> it looks really d adorable and it has a fun new art style that they're trying out um if you want to see three best friends on a on an unforgettable summer vacation in italy uh it's the and it also involves sea monsters which is really not much of a spoiler just please go see the trailer it looks really good yeah, I think I think Disney's learning their lesson because you know it's it's like the when you upcharge people to see the thing that they want you to see, then people don't see it, and then your thing doesn't do well, and then you get sad. So, um, from my understanding, uh, Raya didn't do the with the upcharge. Yeah, do great, but it is, but so. it is, yeah, uh, Raya did do the upcharge. Yeah, Raya did. But it, yeah, but but now it's on the service without the upcharge. That was as of last week. So they it just got added back on without the upcharge. You can get two summer movies for the price of eight ninety nine or whatever oh, it is. And, uh, one more one more headline for you actually. Uh, that that uh, go see Wish Dragon Sony Animation's Wish Dragon. Please go support it. It's on Netflix right now, so it's at no additional cost to you. Just go see it. It's really really cute. It's it's you'd think it's a, like Aladdin. Oh, here's a Wish Dragon. It's three wishes. Blah blah blah. But it's not. It's not. It's like a. It's a different take on the Aladdin type story, and I love what they do with it. It's extremely cute and extremely heartfelt. Also, Long is a precious noodle boy. Give him all of the shrimp chips. Please go watch the movie. <laughs> okay, and the last headline besides that is um, I I don't know anything about Lord of the Rings. It's the only pop culture thing that I haven't like digested yet. But apparently they are making, Warner Brothers is making a new Lord of the Rings anime. Um, I think it's a prequel. It's called Lord of the Rings War of Ryam. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what, what what's a golem. So that seems neat, I guess. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure it'll kind of have a lot of inspiration from the 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 Bakshi kind of Lord of the Rings anime style, but it's I think it just just got announced and it just got a logo release, so it's a little bit too soon to judge it. But I am curious to see what they do with it, and maybe it will make me care about Lord of the Rings because it's a lot of lore, it's a lot of lore to get through. It's hard. It's a, it's, it's it's lore of the rings. Ah, there's the joke. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, I think that's I think that was the most headlines we've had in for a while. But um, but yeah, there was a, there's quite a bit that happened. Uh, uh, it's funny. It was a little. It was a few weeks ago. But also, uh, I guess you I could quickly s slide in there because uh, uh, 
if, if I'm recalling correctly, that we didn't have headlines for the last episode. Uh, and so, uh, so quickly slipping it in there. I'm not going to take long. Lupin Part 6 comes in October. That is all. So slowly but surely, we'll, it will become the Lupin Podcast. And then, like, you know, suddenly the avatars will appear with hats. And, you know, I'll be like, what's going on? Okay, so we're going... So as someone... I guess, well, Lauren's done conventions too, right? Well, you, you, yeah. You've traveled before, You've done right? more, you've, you, yeah, you've done more of them, but I have done my fair share. I have, yeah, I've done a lot of them at this point. Like, um, with the pony conventions, I've probably done, like, 25, 30-ish at, you know? Yeah, yeah, I have not done that many, but I've done enough to have experience in it. <laughs> it's a lot, it's a lot of work. So, um, a lot of pe- times people ask me about, hey... KP, I'd love to see you or go to this con. You know, a lot of times, generally, people don't go to see me. Usually they'll go because they're local and they'll see me there and they'll be like, oh, it's you. Or more likely, it's like, oh, what what do you do? What's an I Love Can Possible lot? Do you work for Disney? And then I have to explain and then I, I, I regret my, my branding choices. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you... I imagine with COVID being over and conventions starting to kind of come up, people are kind of desperate to do something. And uh, the ones that I've been getting, I've got, uh, I've been booked for two. Let me pull up the info before I forget where I put stuff. So I've been booked for two so far um, and there's two pending right now, but these are the ones that are signed, sealed, delivered. So I will tell you a little bit, bit about them. The first one is called Nerdfest, which is in Idaho. Um, let me read the dates. August 27th through 29th, Davenport, Idaho. I always get Idaho and Ohio and Iowa confused. They both they both start, they're in the middle of America and they both start with I. There's a lot of, like, it, it, it's, it's confusing. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it is, oh, Iowa. So, I-O-W-A. So, so Davenport, Iowa. So this, so both of these conventions I've not been to ever. I've not been to these parts of the country ever. I've never been, like, obviously by me getting confused by these things, I don't know. I've never been to a Davenport before or whatever. So these should be interesting experiences. And then the second one is in Grand Rapids, um, Michigan. Um, and to be fair, it is confusion. It is confusing sports. Um, it is confusing because they are having a summer version of their convention called Grand Rapids Comic Con Summer Bash, I think. But I am going to the November show, and um, so it's the fourteenth, the twelfth of the fourteenth. That show seems pretty lit. They'll have um, Billy West. So, and if you want to go to Nerdfest, if you put in your code for KP, is it KP Nerd for a coupon? How much of a coupon it is, I'm not sure. They didn't tell me, but if you want to go, then, you know, there's your coupon code. Um, Some kind of a discount. Yeah, it's, you'll get, you'll get a discount. Who knows what for? Um, And then on site, as I've talked about in past shows, I do commissions. So if you want me to draw, like, anything or your dog is something. Oh, speaking of dogs, I am planning to bring my dog, Harry, to Nerdfest. So if you want to pet Harry for free... Then you can come to Nerdfest and pet Harry. 
and it will be good. There you go. You got a doggo. A good doggo is an incentive. Pet pet doggo for good luck. So, and then I got two pending that I will not reveal until they are signed, sealed, delivered. So, um, but I will keep the podcast posted because I don't know. I got nothing. Got nothing else to do. So anyway, so I'm gonna break down how you travel to conventions or if you traveling conventions on a budget and learn if you want to add something please interrupt me and we will stop and you can add your thing so essentially as far as getting to the convention there's a bunch of ways you can do it if you're in driving distance or like somewhat driving distance maybe like seven to ten hours i want to say is somewhat driving distance people usually don't do that but if if you're if you're gung-ho then um you can do that Usually it's cheaper at that point just to take a flight because if you're going by yourself, then the amount of money will about will probably be the same between money and gas. So the alternative, if you want to save money and drive, is to ride share. So if you want to ride share for, spe- for a specific convention, there's a lot of cool places you can find people maybe in your area to ride share. I recommend going on the Facebook for the convention or checking your local listings of Maybe your friends, if there's a nerd club, I guess, at your school or college or something, and be like, hey, guess what? This con is happening here. Who wants to go and split gas? And if you do that, then gas might, like, be very cheap. There's also the alternative that a lot of people don't think of is taking a Greyhound over or a train or something like that over. That is also cheaper than driving by yourself, plus you don't actually have to do the driving. And most Greyhound buses, or most trains, have Wi-Fi on board. So if you wanted to watch all of Game of Thrones or something, then that is also an option. I've never traveled to a convention by train or Greyhound, but I do know is an option. And, you know, you can probably, if it's not too far away, then you can maybe generally get a round trip, maybe like a hundred bucks, depending on where you're going for the Greyhound. Um, any other points you want to add, Lauren, before I keep on talking? Well, it's also when it comes to airlines, pick, make sure you, you do your oh, research I got on some, airlines I if you're going to fly. I have some good tips on so. airlines. By the way, one that's like overall, like generally really good in, in, all, in all categories, uh, fly Southwest. <laughs> it's in terms of in terms of the baggage coverage, in terms of uh, just overall flight quality, in terms of all that. I'm just saying, like, in out of my experiences. Let Southwest me tell you about Southwest, because I agree with Lauren, but I'm going to ba- basically break down what why she's saying that. So, usually, if you tend to save money and want to buy a lot of shit from your convention, then Southwest is the way to go, because Southwest lets you bring two check bags, so those big-ass bags... You know, 50 pounds or under for free. And it is the only airline that will let you do that. Any other airline will charge you. And most other airlines usually let you bring a check-on bag and like a backpack or a purse. Those two things. The airlines you want to avoid are Spirit and Frontier because they look cheap. But they will charge you for like the little roll-on bags and you have to fit everything in one singular backpack. You know, I've made that mistake before where I, I fly Frontier and then I'm just like, it's like, that's an extra 75 bucks for your carry-on. And I'm just like, well, shit, I could have flown Delta for not having this. Um, and my, and um, also thing, if you care about Southwest doesn't have assigned seating. Um, most other fl- airlines have assigned seating. I think American has assigned seating. I think uh, Delta definitely has assigned seating. 
Uh, I don't remember any of the other ones off the top of my head. But anyway, um, so Delta, from my experience, usually has a little bit nicer um, insides, I guess. Like Southwest, it will be kind of hit or miss if they have like little TVs and watch TV or whatever. Um, but on Delta, there's a higher chance that they will have those things or you can like play games or whatever. But the majority of the time, if you want to play it safe, um, bring something that has a high battery life, like an iPad, your laptop will not make it for a two or three hour flight unless you have a, unless you have a plug-in thingy. And sometimes seats have those in the middle, but other times they do not. So don't risk it. So get like an iPad, something that can last long, download like shit because you don't want to rely on Wi-Fi because there won't be Wi-Fi in the plane unless you want to pay extra for it. And then you can and, watch and even then, whatever. It you have to gate, and even then, you have to gauge how much do you really need that Wi-Fi in that time that you're traveling. Like, if, if it's for work stuff, if you absolutely have to send emails and all that stuff, then yes, I totally get you'd have to have the Wi-Fi for that. Otherwise, yeah, prepare yourself with all this other stuff that does not require Wi-Fi. Yeah, get some games downloaded, get plenty of music downloaded. Uh, you know, like even so, like uh, uh, I, I backed up so much music to my to my Amazon Music uh, when I was traveling to uh, Baltimore and, and to New York a, a couple years ago for when I was well, one was a family vacation and the other one was uh, to BronyCon. But I had all this stuff backed up just in the event of stuff, and lucky for me, uh, <laughs> landed in Denver on the way to BronyCon and got a seven to eight hour layover. Uh, fun um but uh but so i was prepared but at least i, I was stopped at the airport too so free wi-fi there okay <laughs> yeah um well as far as the denver the, airport's really nice though so i, I could have had it worse yeah and as far as the airport wi-fi it kind of it's kind of hit or miss whether they have free wi-fi or they sometimes they make you watch an ad to get free wi-fi sometimes just like check this box to make sure you're not watching porn and then you can get the wi-fi but sometimes, unfortunately, um, air, airports, especially smaller airports, will charge you for their Wi-Fi once you land. So don't depend on airport Wi-Fi either. So um, another 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 help for cheat thing, Bob, is music takes up less power than watching things. So if you're afraid of running out of juice on your iPad or whatever, then you can um, listen to music. Download some podcasts, like maybe ours for a bit. I doubt you <laughs> listen to all the episodes, I know. You could listen to all of our episodes. All well, I mean, of them. Not not in it. well, maybe not in a two-hour flight unless you're, you're doing a speed run, but... <laughs> Yeah, so pick some that you want to, and then maybe you can like pick, pick a one. couple episodes. <laughs> yeah, you can you can you can draw along with KP or something like that. I don't know, whatever you want to do. Um, so as well as a lot of people don't know that they exist, but you can get a portable battery, and just in case. Mm -hmm. Oh, those are, are so good. It's great. I have one, and they're like what twenty bucks, something like that. Yeah, so yeah, so they they run at a really reasonable price. Yeah, obviously if you're looking, I mean you can get one off Amazon real easy. And uh, and they're not expensive, and especially they're worth every dime that you spend because they because they you're are usually pretty quick to charge up if you have to you know you store them up, and they'll last you for a long time. Uh, mine is really good; it has a it, it's it ha it can hold a lot of juice, and it's not that expensive. So, um, like mine, I think is a uh, rave power, so it's a R A V power. 
uh, bank, and that's what they're they're technically called, like battery banks, uh, power banks. Um, so yeah, look for those. Stock up on one. Get it all juiced up before you before you get on your flight, and you're good. Um, yeah. So those are a lifesaver, especially if you have a lot of layovers, because um, some airports have um outlets to charge shit, but other times they don't, especially if you're flying into a small airport during a layover. You know, there's a lot of things you can't predict because airports are kind of weird, especially now. Don't rely on anyone. Yay. So um, I, I think that's mostly airports. Um, my parents make fun of me because I'm the one who, like, ends up going to the airport the most because I have... Also, I, don't... Also, try not to be last minute to your flight. Well, that's... Yeah. I know there's all... The, I know there's all the jokes about, oh, these are all these white families that are like, oh, we gotta be there, like, three hours before our flight. Like, Damn white well, people. Well, you know, it's... That's what they said. I'm like, it's not strictly that. I mean, it's just like, I've seen so many people show up three plus hours before their flight because guess what? There's TSA, there's this and that that they have to go through. And then what if you want to eat before a long freaking flight? You know, that's gonna, they always take that into account as well. So you have to do all this planning to even go into the airport before your flight um, because of the process. It's the baggage check. It's a, it's a, it's going through TSA. It's going through all these security checkpoints. Then you get to, then sometimes your terminal's on the complete opposite end of the of the airport, and you really want to be running Home Alone style to the <laughs> to the to the gate. I have no, done that before. Wanna. It's not fun. Because next thing you know, you're leaving Kevin at home, <laughs> or he's going to New York. <laughs> oh no, I left Harry at the airport. <laughs> he's supposed to go to the convention. Harry ended up on a flight to New York and. <laughs> Who's this dog? Anyway, um, he, he ran off with your backpack with your credit cards. Oh no, Harry, don't do that. Best case scenario, get there early and you're just there, and you can listen to all the KP podcasts that you just downloaded because you got you got all your shit together. But you know, worst case, you probably just sit down and your your plane is loading. So I'd say like at least an hour, hour and a half, depending on how busy and or not busy your airport is also airports are big you also want to give yourself extra time in case you get lost like if you're looking at an lax an o'hare uh a denver airport uh a jfk those are huge like international airports that do are enormous like denver denver's is like a city in a city it's big it has its own monorail (laughs) so uh yeah basically or basically like a little train that goes between all the wings that's how big it is. So please time your time your visit wisely. When your arrival to the airport, uh, research, do a little lay of the land, gauge it. You know, know where you're going. If you, I hope you know your local airport by this time. But if it's your first time going, then 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 do a little research before you go in. Especially as procedures may change over time. Um, I think they're so weird about you bringing like food or bottle drinks to the air through the airline but they're not as picky as like the little bottles of shampoo there's a really good family guy joke where they're like oh why do they ban shampoo and then there's a cut to like the pilots washing their hair while they're flying the airplane and that's why the that's why the shampoo was banned so anyway so just bring a bottle of water an empty bottle and you can fill it there and that's why they have all the stuff there or i packaged food is probably fine like if you have a bag of chips that's not opened already, then you're probably fine. It's just, like, they don't want you to, like, half a bag or something. Um, and depending on specific things, you can bring specific things. Um, 
They might have to test things like contact solution. I brought my fish from when I was out of LA to quarantine. He he uh, died about a year ago, but he definitely made it through the airplane. It was funny, and I got a picture of having the fish in a soda bottle uh, with <laughs> um, pl- uh, not plugged in, buckled in the seatbelt, and I thought I was smart. So anyway, um, rooming is similar, where you where you have to, if you find people in advance and say you going there for Thursday through Saturday as far as rooming, if you split it between four people, that's about fifty bucks per person which is nothing compared to having to pay for the whole thing the whole time, which is easily 500 bucks. So um, you can even join the KP fan server and see if anyone is going to the convention that I'm going to. But if not, then, you know, ask, like, tweet at the convention if there's a place, you know, people are going to find other room shares. Ask local people. Obviously, be safe meet these people in person, make sure you feel comfortable with them. Yeah, no no, no blindly uh, assuming, oh, you all are, are 20-somethings who are going, 20-somethings, 30-somethings going to the convention. You're all good people, right? Yeah, yeah, do some free, screening. Just, just, just pull up to the convention with a, with a sign that says free candy and, you know, it's fine, guys. Generally, um, you know, if people are going to a convention, especially if they're nerds, like if you see fursuits or you see, like, nerdy shirts, um... You know, obviously, you use your best judgment, but nerds are usually pretty nice. And, um, you know, and if there's ever a problem, if they're giving you a problem, then you can tell con security staff and they will kick kick their butt if there's any, if you have um, any screenshots or something like that. But generally, um, a lot of people do that. They room with friends that they met online. Again, assuming they've known them for a long time, feel comfortable. And there was like four to five people in a two king size bed or whatever, whatever. And again, it's like 50 bucks per night. So between food and if you, if you do everything in the body system, so maybe, maybe your flight's like 200 bucks and then your room with four people is 50 bucks. And then maybe your food is an extra hundred bucks. Then that's like 350, which isn't bad at all, um, for a vacation comparatively, if you go somewhere else and you're having to spend all this money on your own by yourself and you can easily make like a, a 1500 vacation and everything is sad and miserable. Do you have any other fun tips, Lauren, that you don't think I've talked about yet? For tips? Uh, yeah, I, I can't, I can't recommend it enough to, to share a room with people and share the rates. Uh, obviously every aspect of this is planning ahead. There's a lot of stuff, uh, maybe if there's something that's extremely last minute, like suddenly you decide I'm going to go to this convention uh, on day three or whatever and it's like and maybe it's like day three of four and you're like I'm gonna go and uh it's a bit of a drive so maybe you can bunk with somebody in their room if they'll allow it uh just uh but yeah always check check with groups first um but uh otherwise yeah it's uh yeah it's it's so important to go with a group to these conventions or meet up with a group um yeah, and it's just like traveling there. You gotta uh, if you're ride sharing, obviously that's e- extremely helpful. Um, but uh, yeah, and then uh, I guess in terms of uh, man, I feel like a lot of stuff is already kind of like it falls under that umbrella. But yeah, I'm like I'm like I feel like a lot of the the, the sharing stuff already kind of like it falls under a pretty grand umbrella of like okay, and then use your proper judgment, plan ahead, whatever fine details. Plan it with your group, plan it with your friends, uh, and and you know what? It's funny. I learned how to use Discord 
because of BronyCon, because of the very last BronyCon, because that was used as our means of communication. Uh, so that way, uh, you know, if people were going to do different lunches or different dinners and uh, or somebody was going to the, you know, let's say we had a vendor friend that was going to the vendor hall and they're like, I need something. And so they would post it in a vendors only channel going like help uh can somebody bring me water because i'm stuck at my post and it's like okay well you know somebody will respond to that and they go to that um so yeah th thank the last BronyCon for teaching me how to quickly learn a, a, a discord and how and how efficient it is for communication especially at a convention when you're keeping track of multiple people at yeah. the same time. okay i will continue um so as far as discord discord is great because it's a way to connect with people it, that doesn't cost any additional money but the key is that it requires uh some kind of data or wi-fi service so if you're planning to meet these people in person i guess have people set assuming they're american have people sell as a backup just in case, because God knows, like, the only time I'll ask for people's cell phone for people that I've known, like, for, for years is just like, oh, we're going to this convention. Well, if something, if someone dies and I need to reach you, then I can't just use this, <laughs> like, an, like an anti, like a weird person. Yeah, make sure you have, uh, have numbers in that regard, and especially if it's a group you're, you're traveling with and you trust. That's, that's a, yeah, ex number exchanges is important. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, I know group texts can be annoying, but you only have to stay of them for the duration of the con, not the whole not the whole time. If you don't know how to use Discord, um, that's what, like, everyone primarily uses for this kind of stuff these days, unless you're, um, like, we use team, we use Discord for the teamwork, we use Discord for the Discord fan server, obviously, that you can join if you want to. There's plenty of how-to Discord video thingy-bobs on YouTube, if you're just like, what is a Discord? Because it... The, the UI can be um, over um, a little bit overwhelming if you don't know what you're doing, but it does make life a lot easier, and it's a lot more um, CPU-friendly than Skype um, for, you know, for putting it on your phone. Like, Discord barely uses any CPU versus Skype, which is, like, eats so much data, and people will complain about it. So unless you had unlimited data, most people would not put Skype on their, their phone. But Discord does not have that problem, and... Discord is slowly taking over, and Skype is becoming obsolete, which is which is good. Um, fuck Skype. Um, <laughs> Skype. Skype is mean. Um, <laughs> this interview went through. This Skype. interview. You know, <laughs> just, I mean, oh, don't. It's just KP saying Discord is best on our podcast, but everything is weird, you know. Or what? Uh, how? How unlike is that? Make sure you Google Maps your hotel from the convention center if there is a convention center. So usually um, cons will come in two, sorry, two types, I guess. There was, there was one type um, that was like BronyCon where the con the convention is in a convention center um, and then there are ho hotels surrounding the vicinity. The other type is usually for smaller cons where the convention is in a hotel and they use the conference rooms on the first floor and then people usually stay in, in the hotel. For both situations, you want to book your room as soon as possible because God knows that going and staying at the hotel site or the hotel closest to the convention site is so much nicer than booking a hotel last minute and having to schlep back and forth like a mile to the con. Mm -hmm. Especially especially if either you're a vendor or you're somebody who intends on buying a ton of stuff at the convention and has a lot to lug back. So, or, or if you're a cosplayer. 
I can't, I can't emphasize enough how many times I've heard the, the, the horror stories from people who had, who had, when they would go to a convention, they have like these extreme costumes and how miserable it was to try and, and walk long distances or travel long distances in costume or they would try and lug the costume with them so they would change their, uh, it, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. But, um, I remember the very first time I went to a, yeah, the very first time I ever went to a convention ever, uh, was Anime Expo back in the day when it was still kind of relatively a smaller con, uh, it was still at the LA Convention Center, but, um, but I remember we were like, oh, let's go eat at this, this, uh, sushi place that's, uh, that's, uh, it's not far off, it's a few blocks away. Now, a few blocks away in downtown LA, in the middle of summer, in 110 degree heat, uh, with uh, 90% of your group in cosplay, that's multiple layers, you know, what could possibly go wrong? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I hear all these horror stories of like, you know, I want to say kids, but kids like finding a cheap motel like in the vicinity of like the, the convention center and being like, look at me, I saved all this money, it's only like 50 bucks a night. And then them realizing that they have to drive in to go to the hotel, to go to the convention, and then they don't realize that there's um, charged parking at the closer you get to the city, and parking is like twenty five dollars. And then everyone's just like, "Oh, forget it." At that point, like you will save more money getting the convention, getting the hotel closer to the convention center than having to drive in and paying twenty five bucks every day. And that doesn't include when you have to go off site to like eat food. And if there's some kind of emergency, you know, there's all this shit that could go wrong. And you want to minimize the shit that could go wrong. Yeah. It, it, it's basically you're closing every loophole that you can that, that you know can come up. Um, obviously, it's you can't nail them all, but it's okay. I mean, that's kind of part of the experience. Um, so just make sure... Uh, yeah, when you have plan accordingly, when you especially if you're thinking of going to a convention and you're in cosplay and all that kind of stuff, or you again are buying a ton of stuff at the convention, you know you're going to be lugging a ton of stuff back and forth to your room or something like that. So, uh, yeah, plan plan accordingly. Uh, choose your places wisely. If you're not going to be staying at the place where the convention is, look at all the places near there as soon as pretty much as soon as like ticket sales go up for for the convention and you've got a plan ahead if you have plans ahead in advance it saves you all that grief later uh especially when rates are tend to be lower if you're going to try and uh get them right away if you're trying to book your room right away uh because otherwise closer to the convention the rates will go up and guess what uh your sol if, if you're trying to find a cheaper room unless by some miracle you bunk with somebody and then you can share the uh, share a rate yeah, or something there uh, a lot of times, too, um, conventions will have specific rates with hotels around the area. So I remember, like, a lot of times when we did BronyCon, um, we'd ha- we'd have these, um, they'd have, like, a little map and be like, if you book here, you can save 10%. And then we check in and all the staff have these, like, little BronyCon buttons and say, welcome to, to Baltimore and, like, these poor hotel staff. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck is this, this pony thing? But, you know, there's also tips like that, depending on how big the con is, um, I think from what I can tell, my first, the Davenport Con, Nerdfest, is kind of a smaller con, and the other one um, is much, is bigger. I think the other one is like 12,000-ish people, and then NerdCon, Nerd Nerdfest, I think will probably be like maybe a thousand. I haven't, I haven't checked the numbers recently, but it is at a 
convention. They're both at convention centers, so none of these are just hotels just hanging out. So um, if you're in any of these areas or whatever, or you want to bring your, your your parents to see KP because of that, that, that person they heard about on the internet five years ago, then these are just some nice nice tips. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, a lot of times for conventions, what we would do is we'd go to like a supermarket, like when we flew in and would just stock up on some like just general food, just in case people wanted snacks. Yeah. Food that if you're, yeah, stock up on snacks that don't require refrigeration because odds are you're not going to have a, a sizable fridge to put a bunch of food into. Uh, if it is has if it does have to be refrigerated, make sure it's something small because odds are you're gonna have maybe a mini fridge in your room maybe, uh, because God only knows how many times I've gone to conventions and people are like, oh, I'll just take the leftovers. No, you're not, <laughs> unless you're in a suite with a full size fridge, uh, or your leftovers are extremely like in a tiny box that can fit into a mini fridge. Just please plan ahead for that kind of stuff and know your room. See what your rooms have as features, and if it comes with the mini fridge and all that kind of stuff. Um, cause yeah, no, it's always a it's always a pain to when you, when you get a meal and you're like, I want to save some of this stuff for later. Well, I'm like, well, maybe take it with you and eat it in 20 minutes, cause otherwise, <laughs> it's like otherwise, you, if you're staying in a place with a with a kitchen or something like that, uh, otherwise it's. Yeah, you, you're kind of out of luck unless you stock up on stuff that doesn't have to be refrigerated. So, yeah. Um, and a lot of times, too, um, um, this is also a planning thing, but make sure you plan what you want to see. So a lot of times, a lot of a uh, complaints that I will hear is that people will spend way too much time in the vendor hall just, like, um, wandering around and not scheduling the things that they want to do. So generally, when I do conventions, I have three general convention package thingy bobs um, in case, unless they want something else specifically. So uh, the first one is a YouTube production panel where I just break down like how we make the content and how other YouTubers make the content and, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, the second one is starting a fan project, which is a bigger, bigger scope of like, if you want to start a fan project, if you want to start like an audio player, if you want to do something on the internet that requires other people, then that's more of a discussion phase panel. And the third one I usually do is we watch, we do a Compossible screening. So I pick an episode of Compossible, we watch it, and then we do trivia. Um, at the Davenport one, they mark that as an 18 plus panel, which is, which is fine. Um, and then, you know, for trivia, we'll do we'll do different prizes that I'll get the dollar store like before my flight or something like that. So I guess my point being is make sure you plan what you want to do at the conventions um, and you give yourself enough time to get from A to B. Make sure you're scheduling, you know, lunch breaks or whatever. Um, just depending on how anal you want to be it, be about as far as like, do I pack my own food? Is there a subway close by? Whatever. Because a lot of times people will just spend way too much time in the vendor hall, lose track of time, then realize, like, oh, I only got, like, a third of the things that I wanted to do. Like, you're, you're at the convention to go to the events. You're not at the convention to pay to pay for more things. So Yeah, you're not spending money. You're not just there to spend more money after spending money to be there. Like, it's part of the reason you can be there. Don't, don't make it your sole purpose. Because, yeah, there's all these panels, all of these... You know, your screenings, there's there's all these fun activities and parties. Uh, 
go out there and give them all, well, not all of them, but give which ones you'd like a try. Uh, I know there's a, there, we're, the people that run them, we're not going to bite. I've been on a number of, of, of panels as is, um, or at least been, uh, even if I'm panel adjacent, I've been involved in at least maybe even post-panel stuff. Uh, we're not going to bite, and we appreciate anybody that comes. So, uh, so please, you know, go ahead and, and give some a try. See, see, look at your schedule, see which ones uh, appeal to you. Uh, and, and, and yeah, and go and experience some stuff and you'll get some laughs. Maybe you'll get some tears. Maybe you'll get some new knowledge. Uh, so yeah, definitely do it. Um, yeah, I just wanted to add that you're paying for the programming. You're not paying for, um, you know, the vendor hall. And it frustrates me to no end where I go to conventions. It's just like, oh, where's the, where's the, um, where's the, the, the programming? And I'm like, what programming? We're just having the vendor hall. And I'm just like, so you're paying to let people basically go into a farming market, you know, essentially, except it's nerdy themed. And I'm like, no, that's not, that's not, that's not an event. That's just like a dealer's hall or flea market or something. But then you're, you're charging people more money to get there. Okay. Got it. So. That's how I felt with, that's, that's how I felt with like, I think the first time I ever went to CTN and they have changed things about up since <laughs> Let's then. not, let's not talk but about I CTN. I the first <laughs> well, no, no, I'm talking about how because uh, how they did take notes and change things in the future. But the very first one years ago that I went to, and I remember I didn't know in advance, but it was like one of those things where I paid money to be there, and like, okay, so here's the vendor hall and all that stuff, and then oh, look at all these panels I could go into. But then you had to like pay for a tier to go into into a bunch of panels, like most of them, and I didn't know. I thought it was I'm like, okay, well, of all the other conventions, it comes with it and maybe if there's like a, a fundraiser one like uh, uh, EQLA for example had a, a an evening with Lauren Faust or whatever and um, and that was like a, you pay for a separate experience and you pay for that in advance and that's fine but everything else comes with the convention comes with your admission so it's like yeah it's uh, yeah most of the time that's the case is you know everything comes with your admission so please go experience that stuff uh, and if there's something in particular that's like maybe an additional charge thing, like the like the Lauren Faust thing, if it's something you really want to do, and and um, notably, it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be a fundraiser thing. But hey, if you if you can do it for a fundraiser thing, then you know you're doing something good with it too. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, charity events are always nice. I was actually gonna that reminds me, I'm gonna email um Davenport and be like, hey, are you guys doing a charity event? If not, can we do a charity event? Like, we can help one one of the children's hospitals that are local for 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 free. And it'll be fun, and I will love. I would love to help run it because, yay, children! You can't call me a bad person, people on the internet. Um, anyway, so <laughs> um, let's see if there's anything else um I can think of that we haven't covered. Uh, do you want to cover six two one, Lauren? Yes, the 621 rule. You've probably heard it. Maybe you haven't. For those that haven't, uh, the 621 rule is basically the, the guidelines to personal hygiene and self-care at conventions. Six hours of sleep minimum, two meals a day at least minimum, and a shower a day. Some means of cleaning yourself because Lord knows there's people who don't abide by the 621 rule. 
and they really need to. <laughs> Let's just say there's a it, we, we it's an, and plus it's not just even so much as being hygienic. It's also to be healthy because nothing is worse than going to a convention and getting con crud. And do I even need to explain what con crud is? Con crud is exactly what you think it is. It's getting sick at a convention. So, and in the wake of all this pandemic pandemic stuff, yeah, there's going to be a lot more precautions put into place to make sure that people stay healthy and that people be responsible coming into the conventions as well to be healthy. Um, but yeah, even then the before times, uh, yeah, it was more like, you know, come, come prepare to uh, the conventions with the 621 rule in mind and uh, basically make friends with whatever pharmacy or market is nearby that you can get some supplements, vitamins, first aid stuff. Because, uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, because it's all stuff, stay healthy, stay hygienic, uh, everybody, everybody is happy that way. <laughs> so, especially when you're all kind of together in a convention hall or in a hotel for several days, uh, and, uh, let alone if you're rooming with other people, yes, that matters Yeah, too. I should, Six to I one should rule um, applies clarify there. too, there's two kinds of con crud. There, the first kind of con crud is just basically being around a lot of people in a short short amount of time and you just get sick from the proximity, which is not really much you can do except just making sure you're washing your hands, you're keeping yourself clean, and you take showers. Please take showers. The worst thing... Please take showers. that pretty girls... Not that, you know what, I'm pretty or whatever, but, like, the worst thing that pretty girls that you <laughs> that you want to meet... So you agree, you think you're really pretty. I'm, I'm just so pretty. <laughs> anyway, the worst thing that, that pretty girls want to see or smell... Is is gross, high maybe brony bio like it's the most disgusting thing. I swear <laughs> to God, like no one wants to smell you. Um, so make sure you get get a twenty four hour to forty eight hour, you know, deodorant. Don't get fucking Old Spice that you spray. That's that shit's disgusting, and that doesn't <laughs> count as a shower. Jesus Christ. Nope. Um. It's it just like it's it, it would take only a few minutes out of your day or your night. Just please again, six two one. One shower or bath a day. One uh, two two meals a day minimum. Yes, make sure you eat. I know there's a, especially I'm going to say this for all the vendors in the in the audience here. I know from a workaholic standpoint, I know you are devoted to sitting there for several hours to vend and to sell and to make your stuff at your table. Please eat. Please stay hydrated because, and, and please abide by 6 to 1 in the respect, especially in the respect of sleep. Sleep and eat, please. It's, it's so important because the grind is not worth your sanity, your health, everything there because, you know, it. it's, you're, you're a person at the end of the day, you're a human you have, you you have to stay healthy, hydrated, and alive. So I mean, ideally alive. <laughs> okay. And the second the second kind of con crud is just like as we're leading into not taking care of yourself, and then your immunity is weakened. Plus, you're just over exhausted because maybe you haven't slept like, at, like any amount at all, or like you haven't eaten you've eaten one food the whole weekend, and now you're throwing up on the way home. You know. That can be avoided, and I know everyone's excited because you've never seen these people in person or you haven't seen them in so long or whatever, and I'm probably the last person who should be giving advice about this because I'm a baby, and uh, especially if 
I am working majority of the day. I, I take naps in a normal day. So like me working a whole like eight to 10 hour shift, if that's what you want to call it, in the vendor hall, plus doing all the stuff, like I'm dead. Like I'm going to sleep at like 9 p.m. I'm done. Yeah. Mind you that, yeah, mind you that there's vendors that may also be on panels and they may have to have somebody hold down the fort, like maybe security or somebody else is maybe sell, selling in their place. Uh, so bear with all the very tired, hardworking vendors that are out there and do, especially, uh, if they also so happen to be doing panels as well. Yeah, I think we'll do, we'll do a separate, (laughs) you know, episode later down the line if, like, people want to vend and, like, breaking down how you vend at a con. But, like, for now, for the general populace, um, I guess, you know, I know you're excited about meeting... Slim Shady for the first time or whatever, you know, you you met him in line, you met him <laughs> online and you can touch him in person and all that stuff. Not that kind of touching, just, you know, you can have a physical space with him. Then, um, you know, you might, you might, you two might stay up all night talking, but then you're going to, you're going to shoot out the rest of the weekend because you spent up all your night talking and now you're tired and bitch, you can only run on like two hours of sleep for what, like two or three days and then everything sucks and you're miserable and that's not really a vacation. So, you know, and then you might get sick and then it's like a whole mess of just things that could probably go wrong real go wrong. So again, I'm the worst person because I always like try to stay up for the the, the brony concerts or whatever um, back in the day. But then I was never, well, I, I stayed for like a couple, but I was never able to because like, I was exhausted, and I was just like, I hate everyone. I want to go to sleep. Everyone smells weird. So, you know, you will <laughs> you will get more out of your time if you, you know, or you can take a nap like, like me. You can go back to your hotel room, assuming that your hotel room's close by, so eat like 20 minutes earlier. Yeah, drag yourself zombie style back to your room and get and your sleep. And then you can wake up and go to the late night concerts or go to the, the late night panels, whatever your plans are, you know, that counts as sleep, you know. You know, whatever you, whatever you're going to do, man. Um, let's see. And then just. Yeah, that's a, and, and, and actually kind of sort of related to that. Can I add a point here? As I notice, people tend to go to conventions and they, it's like, yeah, like they want to meet certain people at conventions, maybe even certain personalities for, for panels and, and at the vendor hall and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, it's a long, it's a long weekend or set of days that if they're there the entire time set up doing the whole thing then tearing down and leaving uh or even just running or even just like emceeing and and being in and running panels uh the days are long and exhausting for everybody so if somebody's not at 100% when you meet them just be patient oh yeah i like i think <laughs> we've talked about this um probably in a past um podcast but i hate i hate oh hate oh hate when i'm i've I've worked like a 10 to 12 hour day and someone doesn't like someone talks to me and I might be a little snappy or cranky or I just want to go to my hotel room. And then they complain on Twitter that I was a bitch. And I'm just like, yo, I am a human being. You know, I work so long. I'm, you know, this is kind of, this is like halfway vacation, halfway not vacation for me. I'm sitting in that goddamn chair. And if not, I'm not sitting there. I'm talking to people for an hour and then coming back to the goddamn chair and like i remember yeah social batteries run out at some point guys uh we are we can't always be on even if we're the the social butterfly we have our own batteries 
that drain and we were just like I just want I want to go get food I want to retreat to my room for a little bit I just want some peace and quiet because I've been surrounded by thousands of people today and I would like to reach yes so So um if I if if me or just the general people that you want to meet or a little caddy especially at the end of the day I promise it is 120 percent not personal it's usually because of these reasons we have talked about so it's always and it, it really really it really hurts like to know that, like, oh, that was their one chance to meet me, and they caught me at an off moment, and I can't be there, a hundred, like, I can't be 120 all the time, and that was the chance, and they don't, like, come back and be like, oh, hey, I saw you earlier, and, you know, you, you know, I, I guess I caught you at a bad moment, and I just wanted to make sure you're okay, like, that is, like, then you're like, oh, wow, that person cares about me as a human being, and understands that I can't, you know, I am not a human battery, (laughs) I'm just a person. So that's probably the way to approach it versus just like, man, KP is a bitch and I hate her and I came to this convention and she didn't remember me. It's meeting, it's meet, it's meeting people halfway. So it's like, again, it's like, you know, we would make the effort to, to say hi to you and stuff like that and, and spend time with you. Uh, it's meeting them halfway as well as to show your care and, and attentiveness to, uh, to how we may be in that moment. And uh, yeah, that's it's always appreciated if you have a means of, of sending a message, a DM, a nice DM, please. Uh, uh, if, if afterwards, um, saying you know, you know, maybe that's what what initiates conversation. Not saying that it always will, but um, but if you're nice, just saying it's uh, it helps, and uh, and then you have a friend. So, <laughs> sort of related. Uh, to where if you're traveling with a group or spending time with a group, uh, everybody look at, help look out for each other. I mean, I feel like that doesn't, especially the girls, uh, because yeah, there's gonna be, like again, we're gonna have some nice people, plenty of nice people at these conventions, and you. But at the same time, there's also not so nice people at these conventions. Uh, it is a matter of. of yeah, I'm also coming from the grounds of, yes, it's a safety thing, but it's also a matter of uh, even health. Like, if you're traveling with a group of friends, and it goes back to kind of the 621, but, like, this is why I said make friends with your pharmacy nearby or a market that sells supplements to keep you healthy. Um, because I, I, I joke that I tend to run around like I'm I'm, I'm like the little nurse that runs around with everybody because I would often have a bag, a satchel, a backpack, anything like that filled with echinacea, vitamin C, uh, vitamin B, vitamin D, all uh, band-aids, uh, first aid stuff. And so, because uh, I know sometimes in that moment, there isn't always a first, per- first aid person nearby. And, uh, or somebody's coming down with, with concred and you're trying to keep their immune system boosted. Um, just look out for each other. And, uh I feel like, it's so funny, I feel like there could be a whole other health podcast and saying, how to stay healthy at a convention. Um, but, um, but yeah, do all you can that, uh, to look out for each other, even from a, from a health standpoint, if you can. It's also like what we said, make sure everybody eats, everybody gets some sleep, uh, doesn't overwork themselves or go to too many things and their battery runs out and they go, but I can do, I can do one more, I could do one more panel or I could do... One more party tonight. No, no, no. If you're if you're barely standing, you should probably you should probably go recharge. Um, and uh, 
yeah again look out for each other okay care for I, each other and I, yeah. I i thought of another thing um so i i will add it um if you are going to a convention especially one that you expect to be high traffic trafficated traffic highly attended there you go uh make sure you book your tickets in advance and make sure you you get your tickets the thursday before the convention starts so Typically, what people will do is fly in sometime Thursday morning to Thursday afternoon, go to the hotel, drop their stuff off, and then go to the convention center and get their tickets. Because there are a lot of things that happen in the mornings that you might miss if you don't have your tickets at that point. Plus, and or the line for for checking in on Friday is going to be 10 times worse. And it's much easier just to get her with on Thursday and check it in. So usually what people do is they book their hotel rooms from Thursday to Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. And then they leave after the convention is over on Sunday. So sometimes Sunday afternoon. Um, you can do it the other way and just fly in on Friday. But um, results may vary. Um, so always make sure you get your tickets in advance if you can. Um, and try to check in as soon as possible so you don't miss any of the times or any of the events at the convention, especially and or because typically at horse conventions, um, some of the high price, uh, a lot of a lot a lot of times it was plushies, but some of the more limited items are going to go fast in the vendor room and they will go on a first come first serve basis. So if you want to make sure you can pick whatever you want whether it be plushies. Oh, and if you're planning to get a lot of shit, just go, just do the Southwest thing and bring an empty bag and then you can put all your plushies and your paintings or whatever in there. Whatever. So, uh... Or you go to hotel concierge or whatever and have it. I think that you can go to hotel concierge and you can have stuff, um... I think you can have stuff shipped out You can, out from, good, from yeah. There. Like, there's let's also, say you have bigger pieces and you can have them shipped out. There's also a lot of... So look up your procedures for that, depending on There's also a lot of FedEx... Um, posts in the convention centers that you can ship out stuff if you'd like to a lot of times people will ship in like gaming systems and ship it into the hotel so they don't have to bring it to that with them on the plane and then open it there so that that happens a lot of times too and that's you know that can we can say that for the vending episode as far as those sheets and tricks and stuff like that but you know prepare to bring things back depending on um how much you want to buy you will usually buy more than you expect to buy just a heads up (laughs) just as a forewarning so um, I don't know how, how much, like, commission plushies go. I think that's a pretty standard brony thing, but, like, there might be other things. There might be paintings. I usually sell, you know, you know, original paintings and, like, we'll probably be selling t-shirts, you know, whatever. Um, so you, you just better safe than sorry, and you don't want to, you know, get stuck with more, more things than you thought. So maybe bring, like, if you want to drop some bank, maybe bring, like, 100, 150 bucks, and um, you can get commissions. Prints are relatively cheap and easy to transport, you know, just depending on what or if you're looking for something specific. And a lot of people are artisans at these conventions, so you can usually get something custom. So, like, I usually deal with custom, like, art specifically. So, you know, the, the sky is the limit. Um, oh, and, and most people... You don't have to worry too much. Um, cards usually the easiest. Most vendors will, can take card. Um, you can have cash just in case, but um, these days I don't think I've seen a lot of vendors without cards, card readers, and they're really easy to get from someone who has a card reader. So I don't think that's yeah. they they continue to get to be easier to obtain over the years. 
uh, to be more accessible. Um, and uh, yeah, oh, I was going to say one more thing, because uh, this is all a matter of travel. Uh, depending on where the convention is, look up all the stuff that happens around your convention too. Not inside, around. Like, uh, like I actually, there was quite a bit to do even when I was like at, um, when I, when I went to the last BronyCon, they have an aquarium there right out on Chesapeake Bay and a really cool one at that. Um, and sometimes all these places will offer discounts to go experience stuff. Like maybe they're, uh, like for the aquarium, they had a discount for people who are going to the convention. Um, and, uh, so we were, and so I was able to go with Chrissy, um, one night for a sister time. We went to, uh, just before they closed, we got to have a little bit of like sunset, uh, like a, it was like a, almost like a nighttime experience, uh, being able to go in as the sun was setting. It was really cool. Like the way the, uh, they lit up the aquariums and the, uh, and, uh, the aviary. It was really cool. Um, so, and then there was also a ton of fun restaurants. There was, uh, there's the place called Dick's Last Resort that's also on the bay. Um, and if you haven't heard of that place, they're the place that has the purposely rude waiters. Uh, they are paid to be rude to you. And it's freaking hilarious because then as long as you can take a good ribbing, you can give them a good ribbing. Uh, and they will make a, they will make a personalized, uh, insult hat out of paper for you. So... <laughs> that was fun I personally I'm like I, I dig those kinds of places um but then there's also uh there may be museums there may be even zoos and like like I said zoos and aquariums around there uh there uh, go ahead and see the city go and experience stuff around the convention because that you got to travel somewhere especially if it's your first time going somewhere Go and experience some, even if you don't have much time, experience of one or two things outside of the convention. Because it'll be worth your time to go and visit a new place and be able to get a taste of the place outside of that convention. Um, just like a, just like it is worth it to get crab cakes in Baltimore because crabs. <laughs> um, okay, I think that's all of the things. Uh, however, yeah, that's, a, that's about time anyway. So, um, if you're new to the podcast, it's a weird episode for you to be listening to. But anyway, uh, we have tons of old podcasts. A um, couple announcements real fast besides the conventions that we already talked about. Um, please, oh God, uh, make sure you're watching the main videos. We worked really hard on this Castlevania video, and then it did really bad. <laughs> and then we're just like, well... Like Castlevania just ended, guys. Go watch Castlevania. Go watch the, the, the video. It's right there. We're really mad because we were just like... But we got it out fast, and it's still trending, and why does no one care? Um, so, um, like, comment, yeah, if you you know, I don't, share. I don't have a Patreon or anything like that. The best way you can support is like, comment, share, subscribe, turn your notifications on for new videos. Um, gotta make sure that the algorithm is yeah, your friend. Yeah, you guys are constantly trying to. It's an up this recording. <laughs> we probably won't have a new video for two weeks because we're wor working on finishing up two very big videos. Um, so those will be coming out. Um, we plan to cover some Rick and Morty stuff. What did I? We I I just wrote a I just wrote a video about um, Invincible, which is great. You can watch that before I talk about it on the internet. Um. I'm probably let's um Discord just appeared in Pony Life, not just, but he appeared in Pony Life again. Owl House, there's a lot of things um I will get to eventually, but in the meantime, do all those things. And um 
the other thing I said is we had a, I had a suggestion where you guys, if you want to write things about like questions for us or anything like that, you could submit it and no one submitted to anything. So I'm reminding you again, if we have enough inquiries, we can make a whole episode about fan letters or something like that, where read fan letters, we can keep it anonymous if that's something that like you, you were. Yeah. Fan questions or anything, or even if you have suggestions for things we want to talk about, um, go ahead and do that. Uh, we'll even take a, we're, we're, we're talking about, uh, actually we were talking about it earlier, um, uh, is getting back into, uh, movie reviews and stuff like that, where we'll talk about, like we used to talk about, uh, like Onward and all that kind of stuff back in, early on in, in the, in the podcast. Days. Things that are less dependent uh, on guests, so, so we're not just waiting forever for a new guest. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it, it's, it's a lot of planning and a lot of, of coordinating to make all that happen. Uh, so, and then on top of that, if you have guests, reminder again, if you have guest ideas, if you have anybody, any names that you can throw that you, we haven't done yet or, or anything like that, go ahead and, and s submit them. We, we want to hear from you guys. It, and yeah, it's, it's, and I'd like to, I'm really genuinely curious to hear what you guys have to you, say. You, the people. Um, so. You, the people, have the power. So, um, you can submit anything to animationcommunication at gmail.com. Uh, remember the K is spelled with the K, or communication spelled with the K, because you get it. Uh, it's spelled with Kim, like Kim Possible, communicated get it. communication. Um, if not, you can yeah. always tag on Twitter <laughs> or something like that. Um, I, uh, we check things, so, you know, um. But yeah, we have to get enough of those in order to do those kind of episodes. We can't get, like, negative one and be like, oh, I guess we're just gonna do something. So I know, like, a couple of you guys care about this, so, like, you know, maybe. So tell us so we feel like our time is being fulfilled. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, I think... But yeah, oh, yeah, for the, for the schedule, um, for, for posting episodes, um like the usual times. Yeah, we'll slowly get back on schedule as we kind of think of things to do in the midst of um, non-guest-themed episodes. So again, if you have a topic that you'd like for us to talk about, then just hit us up and we might just do it. So, well, there you go. We, um, yeah, and the only other thing is just make sure, like like the, the thing says on the intro and the outro, you're sharing um, all the content with your friends or people you like because that's the biggest thing i'm hoping with these big when these big projects drop they will help us grow but in the meantime you're slowly getting subscri new subscribers and very slowly and i'm just like i want to be you know the next big king or whatever and, and it's hard when i'm just like i work so hard man 500 views where are all the subscribers are they hiding like not that i take anyone for granted but it's a little defeatist <laughs> a little bit so you know you know, watch, co like, comment, tell your grandma about KP. You sh sh uh, she's in hospice. She doesn't have anything else to do. So it's fine. Um, yeah. And otherwise, uh, when, when we, and otherwise, uh, we'll keep planning stuff and we'll keep working with you guys. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll keep cranking stuff. And so stay tuned. Watch the, watch the main channel. Watch us. Oh, and uh, every, every now and then we're trying to, I guess, pick up steam on it is uh, if you tuned in at least on, on my end, if you tuned in to, uh, to Chrissy's channel uh, for, for the Three Idiots uh, streams, I appreciate you. Uh, those have been absolutely insane and a lot of fun. So, uh, so yeah, if you guys have been watching on there too, 
And that's giving you ideas. Feed the ideas also. <laughs> Any movies, maybe we have a duke amount over, over movies here. I don't know. Um, but, uh, or at least maybe we talk about a specific movie, almost like a essay style talking about why a certain movie doesn't get enough credit or talk about the history of a film, maybe. I don't know. And it, it, it gets the great creative juices flowing to talk about a, uh, and, and have a bunch of movies all battle it out a bracket. So anyway. Do you. Um, do you. But yeah. All right. We'll see you next time on the, the KP podcast show place. I'm KP and this is Lauren and good night. See ya. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay, uh, stay classy, San there you Diego. Go. Good night, everybody. <laughs>